Welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast, where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace. And now your host, Andre J. Benjamin. What's going on, everyone? This is CEO of Destiny podcast. I'm your host, Andre J. Benjamin, and here we are on another episode ready to release information that would be transformational. Why? Because the information comes out of the blueprint, the manual, the instruction booklet, the very word that gives us life, the word of God, the living word of God. God's, they said, somebody said it was basic instructions before leaving earth. I believe it's that and so much more, our constitution. So out of this episode, I hope that you would gain the reality of what it means to make the greatest investment. What is the greatest investment you could make? The greatest investment. Well, one of the world's most profitable investors named Warren Buffett says the greatest investment that you can make is in yourself. And I believe that this is true. I believe especially when we talk about dealing in the marketplace, dealing in commerce, which is our day-to-day real life every day, Monday through Friday, Sunday through Sunday, (laughs) Seven days a week, 365 days of the year, doesn't matter, there's no days off, that there is a time that we're engaged in the marketplace of ideas, doing commerce with our mind, with our actions, with the way we engage with one another, the two parties engaged in life. And I believe that we have a responsibility for us to increase our value. So this episode is increasing my value. One of the first principles that was life-changing for me is when I started to understand this concept. Rarity determines value. I'm going to say it again. Rarity determines determines value because uh, repetition is the mother of skill, as Jim Rohn says. Rarity determines value. The rarity of a thing determines its value. I talked about uh, in one previous episode about how I was trying to get the Nintendo Classic game system. I went and I stood in line because a friend of mine had made me aware that the same game system that we played when we was a child when we were children was coming out now for the mass market and it was going to have preloaded games on it. So I went to town trying to figure out how to get the early morning line. I said, hey, I don't stand in line for movies like this. I don't go for books that are releasing. I don't go for films for the most part. So why not do this for this game system that I'd be able to share with my children? (laughs) That was my excuse when I really just secretly wanted to play it for myself. But that's another story. But being out there and seeing that I didn't get there in time enough, that when the person came out, they said, "All right, how many people uh, had to get? How many people? Uh, who were the first five people here? Oh, one, two, three, four, five. All right, well, that's all I got. That's all we had in the store." You can imagine that there was a letdown for all the other people that had stood out there in the cold weather, waiting for there to be a surplus, waiting with hope, waiting that. You know, some people. I uh, even heard stories of some people that waited around, even that were behind, that weren't for the first few people who got in and they waited to see if somebody's card would decline or if they weren't able to pay for it to see if there was still a way, if there was a way that they can get in where someone else had missed out, if there was a misstep, they had a hope and an expectancy. So the principle there is that the people who got there on time were able to claim the rare, valuable thing that was before them. And so in life, 
the more rarer that you are as an individual, the more valuable you are, the more rarer your skill set, the more rarer your ability of self-awareness, the more rarer your ability to perceive how other people are doing, having deep empathy and compassion, being able to have uh, a discernment and in a way to read the countenance of others. Uh, the Bible says the heart of a man is deep waters and the man of understanding draws it out. So the ability to draw out understanding from others is a tremendous gift. So how do we become rare? How do I become rare? Well, number one, we have to rediscover our God-given gift. Our God-given gift gives us the pathway to our greatness, to our personal leadership. God desires, as the Bible says, your gift will make room for you and will take you before mighty kings, people of influence. Bible also talks about skill. So how do we rediscover our gift? We do an inventory. We talked about it in previous episodes. So go back and review those episodes if you haven't heard them and see what you can glean from it. So after we've rediscovered our gift, next we refine our gift. Talent costs us nothing. Character, integrity, and skill cost everything. So how do we become skillful in developing the application of our gift? I've even heard when you have a gift... What if you applied the skill of public speaking to it, presentation skills? That was game-changing, life-changing for me. Life-altering is when I was forced as a young person by winning a scholarship through a program to go to a Dale Carnegie class. The Dale Carnegie class was expensive in and of itself, and I didn't want to go because I didn't have value as a teenager. I was a junior in high school, I believe, and my dad said, oh, you won this scholarship. We're taking you there every Saturday, and it was multiple hours on Saturdays for many weeks, and I was frustrated by the very thought of having to get up. But that was an eye-opening class for me. It got me through some walls and some barriers, and it allowed for me to rediscover something that I enjoyed doing, which was clearly communicating my message. See, I don't even necessarily enjoy getting in front of people. I'm an introvert by nature. Uh, what people would describe an introvert. I get drained by being around big groups of people. But I do enjoy clearly communicating truth so that others are empowered and they can run with clarity. So refining your gift. Talent costs nothing but character, integrity, and skill costs everything. The character of a person, the integrity of a person, the skill development. If you apply public speaking to your ability to do X, insert whatever gift you have, what could you do with it? If you, if, you put, if you apply video making with it, if you apply the ability to create audios or to create teachings or infographics or visuals or graphic design with your ability to do what you do, or what if you took the internet and you distributed it? These skill sets that go along with your gift make you rare. The ability to perceive where things are going is a gift. To be able to look at the markets and to say, wait a minute, what's going on with the market right now? Okay, so as Gretzky said, he said that he didn't skate to where the puck was, but where the puck was going to arrive. That's a powerful principle, to have foresight, to have vision. So character is refined in the secret place. The refinement of our character and our cultivation takes time, focus, and perseverance. It's when we get set apart and that when nobody else is watching, we know God is always watching, that we're allowing for ourselves to weigh our motives before him, to work hard, to work with diligence and excellence. Here's a principle. Don't be a jack or a jacqueline of all trades. Be a jack that has mastered an area of gifting. So you must spend more money on refining your gift, on investing on yourself, on, on, on going to the classes, getting around the groups, being a part of the information, go, go, taking classes, turn off the, your cell phone, turn off the internet if you're not using it to produce or to consume information that's going to refine your skills. 
You can't be all day on Snapchat and Facebook and, and, and watching TV shows, binge watching on Netflix. I get it. I get it. It's a release and it's an outlet. But how do you are playing some game and leveling up? Even with the new virtual reality and augmented reality, you can't spend too much time in those worlds where you're consuming so much that you don't produce. So even a common business or a product or a career can have uncommon specialty that makes you valuable. How can you not just be a lawyer, but how can you be a lawyer of the future, of the fields that are new? There's new laws on the book or there's new opportunities that are emerging. The laws haven't even caught up with them. How could you defend someone in a case for something that is yet to even be figured out? what to do in that area. So everyone can be basic engineer, teacher, or one that specializes in a needed area. What is the market demanding and where is the market going? How can we evaluate? How can you take assessment? How can you read white papers and reports? How can you go to seminars, classes, meetings, forums, town halls? How can you go to city planning meetings? How can you go to economic forums? How can you go to marketing, um, copywriting? Uh, how can you get around people who are experts in fields and figure out what's happening in the marketplace that you are involved in. Another principle that helps you become rare and, and, and really invest in yourself is the ability to make quick informed decisions. Quick informed decisions is an immense mark of being mature. See, the Bible says in the book of James that a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. If you spend a year thinking about whether or not you're going to do something and then you don't do it, you have wasted that time never to get it back. So how can you learn to make quick informed decision? Remember an entrepreneur, all the entrepreneurs that are listening, you're one that takes calculated risk for a private profit. See, people think entrepreneurs are people that love risk. Well, some of the most successful entrepreneurs are risk averse. They have looked at ways to mitigate as many losses as they could. And then they launched into that field of expertise or value creation and value providing. And it was a tremendous outcome because they stepped in and they did their due diligence to figure out what they could do. Uh, another thing that we can do is get in the presence of great people and listen. Listen to the conversations that are taking place. You become rare by the rarity and the quality of the information that is being dispersed around you. If you are the smartest person in your group of friends or in a room, you are in the wrong room. How can we go and put ourselves around greatness? The Bible says there's safety in a multitude of counsel. How can you go and get the right counsel? How can you go and get the best available information about your health so that your health, your health is optimized, that my health is optimized, that I'm regaining my energy and my vitality and my strength, that I'm getting a high quality of rest. I'm not just sleeping. What if you could regain two and three hours of quality rest in your night by just changing your pillow or your mattress or the way you sleep. Well, wouldn't that be valuable to you? Because doesn't it ch change your overall output and mood in the day? Of course it does. So we're not a machine that's robotized, robotized that's just worrying about how much we're producing. But God put us on the planet to create a result. You are here as the answer to someone's prayer. You are here to solve a problem. The race to our future is not a sprint but a marathon. We are in the university of life. I said before that the greatest parable of life is the parable of the tortoise and the hare because the tortoise won the race by understanding that it was slow and steady. It was persistence. It was perseverance. It was consistency. We will succeed if, you, if we persevere. If you persevere, if you endure until the end, the race is not given to the swift or to the strong, but to the one that endures 
till the end. Ephesians 1.11 says that we were, were predestined. You were predestined and your end was created before your beginning. So God set your end before you, saw how it was going to work out, and then he put us on the planet, as the great Dr. Miles Monroe says, to start what he's already finished. See, purpose is more powerful than our problems. Our purpose precedes our plans. Many are the plans of a man's heart, but, the, but it's the purpose of the Lord that shall prevail. So we have to go with our plans and submit them to the Lord for our purpose. All right, Father, what's my purpose? Thank you that you put me on the plan to, on the planet to do this. All right, now let's go before him and create plans based around our purpose. Our potential is our greatness that is locked within us. It is the glory that is hidden within us. We are waiting to be awakened and released. The potential is waiting to be harnessed. And the way we become influential is when we understand our gift and we understand how to release our potential into the marketplace. So the biggest enemy of your success is fear. The fear of others' opinions, the fear of failure. Well, hurry up and fail fast. Imagine the, that, that group of people that you're worried about what they'll think who are just naysayers or spectators, who are not partakers, who are not actually in the arena, as uh, Teddy Roosevelt said. They're not there with the marks on their face. They're not there with the scars. They're not in there with the blood and the sweat. They're not in there fighting. They're not in there accomplishing anything. No cynics have changed history. It is our job to figure out how to eradicate those, put those on the table. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. For those that have so first, those that come to God must first believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So faith is believing exactly what God said. It's trusting in what he said, regardless of what is before us. So the biggest enemy we face, what if you wrote down all your biggest fears on paper and then you put them out, you wrote them out, and then you look there, you burned it up as a sacrifice offering to the Father. You took it and you burned it up and you said, Father, I offer these as a burnt offering to you and I thank you that you really are my source and I trust you to guide me. So this episode was part one of really figuring out how we can uh, release that investment into ourselves. Many people are looking for what's going to be the best investment for 2017. What's going to be the best? What's going on with the economy as, as we change uh, presidents? What, what do we have to worry about? What are we going to do? How, how, do we, how do we maneuver in this market? What's going to fall? What's going to rise? Well, the greatest investment you can make is in yourself, is in your own mind, is in your own accumulation of knowledge, your own skill development, your own time and uh, management, your own health management, your own relationship management your own financial management. How do we increase what's already been given to us? How do we steward it, hone it, refine it? So in this episode, I hope you receive what you needed. I pray that the Lord would release within you courage and he would reveal to you ways in which you can increase your rarity. You can increase your value. You can reinvest in yourself because God is your greatest investor. I've said it on previous episodes and I'll say it again. I'm going to close out with that thought that God is your greatest investor. So take time to give him a return on his investment. 
uh, signing off for this episode. This is Andre J. Benjamin. Tune in next time. Thank you for listening. Give us your feedback. Let us know how we can increase, make it better. Go to CEOofdestiny.com and go and partake of the free resources in the community. Go to iTunes and why don't you subscribe on iTunes and why don't you also let others know about this and leave us a review. Give us a, a review at letting us know how this has impacted you. Uh, I hope that you are being blessed and you are being refreshed wherever you're at. May God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Lift up his countenance towards you. Be gracious unto you and grant you shalom. All right, bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to ceoofdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.